Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. And this is Tim. Be sure to subscribe to the Hog Call on your favorite podcast directory. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, whatever you'd like, we're on them all. The Hog Call is only live, real-time, uncut, uncensored, Razorback podcast. Created by fans for fans. Friend us on Facebook at Hog Call Podcast or follow us on Twitter at Hog Call Podcast. Chad runs the Facebook page and Tim runs the Twitter page. Support the Hog Call Podcast by helping us spread the word. Give us a five-star rating and leave a comment, even if it's just Go Hogs. This will go a long way to allow other Razorback fans find the podcast more easily. If you'd like to throw a tip our way, you can support the podcast financially by clicking on the link in the show description. We're counting on fan support. Do you have something Hog Call Nation needs to hear? Leave a voicemail by clicking the link in the description below or send an email to hogcallpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Well, it's good to get that mess out of the way. How's it going, Tim? Going, Tim. Hey, Chad, what's happening tonight? Go Hogs. With Big Suey. I mean, I'm, I'm excited. You know, big win against South Carolina. Going to uh, stay at home and take on Bobby Petrino and the uh, Missouri State Bears, I reckon, is what they are. And, uh, you know, I worked for Coach Petrino. And, uh, you know, so it's, a, it's exciting. It's an exciting game for me. You know, uh, hopefully we're able to, you know, go out there and take care of business and easily secure the win this week. But if there was going to be an Appalachian State situation, Petrino might bring it. And he narrowly, he, he almost beat Arizona State last year, right? So, but I'm doing good. I don't know. I guess I'm, you know, up and down, man, this week. <laughs> yeah, coming to town, man. You know, did some good things, exciting years. You got to work for them, so you got a even better uh, experience. I went to, I was in college with you at the same time, getting to go to those games and winning and just talking about championships. You know, in the moment, just thought, you know, awesome. You know, we were just riding high off the D Mac years. Nut years and got Petrino in first off. It's like, man, we got this guy mm-hmm. uh, with his crazy 41 and nine or something record he had at Louisville and went to the pros. And the whole Michael Vick situation happened. And it's crazy when we first hired him. It's so exciting, man. He really turned it. You could tell, you know, um, even that first season didn't go to a bowl game, but you could tell, like, especially at later half of the season. Um, what it's going to do in the next year's Liberty Bowl. We also got the Cotton Bowl. Missed out on the Sugar Bowl, but some good years. But then the mother bleeper, you know, did what he did and put our set our program back for a decade. And I've been up here living, going to those games. Awful. Awful. So, yeah. forget that, man. I know there's some fans that were, you know, crying about giving them respect and not wearing the neck braces, but, you know, damn him to hell, man. He, he bleeped the program up. Yeah, yeah. And, you know. Hell of a coach, all, though. You know, the whole Dorrell thing, 
that's always going to cost me a position on staff. So, you know, that that always pissed me off. Yeah, honestly, you know. But uh, he's a great coach. And uh, if he came down and knocked on my door tomorrow and said, I need you to come up here to Missouri State and work with me, then I'd pack my shit and go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Heck, yeah. <laughs> you know. Of course. You know, then I think people that worked with him in the past, they have two, you know, there's two types of people. I think I think that you can kind of categorize them in types, right? There's the types that's like, I don't want to, you know, ever be around the guy again. You know, I had my feel of him, you know. And then there's the guys that's like, yeah, man, let's, let's do it, man. I'll see if he can push me that hard again. <laughs> you know, because yeah. it takes a lot of commitment, man. He, he, he expects a lot. And that's the scary thing is like just knowing like how he coaches and what he expects and uh yeah you know big stage for him you know if he wins this like that's a big deal he'll probably get a d1 job next year oh yeah i would th- i would think so you know yeah. he uh i don't think you know, he's they going to but <laughs> you know if anybody's gonna give him a chance even if they were just i don't know yeah last year i know like that first Nebraska, Nebraska should snatch him up this week. Just get him on up there. Go ahead and hire yeah, Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. That's great. I mean, I remember that first game. Uh, it was week one. They played Oklahoma. Went to, went to Stillwater. Mm-hmm. Played Oklahoma State. Had the lead on them and just lost 23-16. Um, right before then, you know, really good. Really good year. And um, he's doing well. Sorry. Kind of petered out there, but. No, no, it, it's I, I, I think so. I think, uh, you, know, you know, we'll see. I don't know. We should get in that. We should shift backwards. We should get into uh, South Carolina, talk about that big win, you know, and quit, uh, I guess, quit forecasting or whatever. But you know how I am, man. I always, I'm always looking forward to what, what's coming down the road too quick, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Well, I mean, we're recording on Thursdays. Yeah. And um, I don't know if it's a sign of, especially these wins are kind of, Cincinnati and South Carolina, I mean, solid wins, top 25 team, SEC team. But, you know, you're, you've worked, we're, we've just got that attitude this year of taking care of that we're taking care of business. And these are just teams we expect to beat. And we're like kind of moving on. Yeah. Not that the first couple, you know, it's the Saturday night, Sunday, et cetera, the rest of the week ain't great, but. As far as this podcast goes, we can't help but, you know, what I mean, everybody watched the game. And- I'm, yeah, I agree. And then, and, and also that being said, these two wins, definitely, and seeing what A and M has done at the beginning of the year, I'm definitely taking that. I'm still taking that back, right? Like they, they're not, they're yeah. not gonna beat us. I don't know why I said that. I'm ashamed of myself for ever saying it. Uh, yeah, this is a Homer podcast. How it is, but uh, man, I just felt like I had to pick, uh, you know, a loss, you know, here and there, yeah. just you know, to be a to be fair, you know, and and tamper expectations. I probably shouldn't have. It looks like we might go all the way this year. It looks like we might win a national championship. Like, if you saw, yeah, 
I'll say you saw the way Alabama played. I don't think they're as much of a concern as Georgia is. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You know what we I mean, I saw what Georgia did to us last year, but they did the whole uh but can they keep it up another year? You know what I mean? Um yeah, look like, how they played Texas. We can beat the hell out of Texas. If Texas can right. keep them within a point, we can beat them. That's just how it is. Texas, I mean, Texas had, yeah, yeah. we were watching that, watching them because they played during the same time Arkansas, South Carolina. So me and Chad were watching that after bowling the other night, and just like that last, you know, like Bryce Young, Texas had them in the backfield a couple times, like that they were going to stop and they I don't, they were going to get them out of field goal territory, mm-hmm. and just like couldn't do it because they're Texas and they suck. So, <laughs> um, but it's just embarrassing that Alabama had to had to do that. You know what I mean? Like okay. that Texas. It ain't better than they were last year, and we smoked them. We would have smoked them down in Austin, too. Yeah. We do it this year. I wish we would play them. We definitely wouldn't have just had to beat them by one point. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, man. I don't know, man. Uh, we'll see. I, I just think we just got to keep pushing forward, you know? Just keep pushing forward and just do our best to, you know, attack the teams uh, that we're playing. So, I don't know. When I, when I see... Uh, teams like A&M, you know, having a bad year, Alabama having a bad year, uh, and us playing the way we're playing, man, I start licking my chops, man. I start thinking, like, what if, and I'm like, hopefully we should just dominate Missouri State and just own them from beginning to end and just, you know, just take care of them. You know what I mean? Just beat the living hell out of them. Like, that's what I expect. That's what, if we don't do anything less than that, but there's always the chance that you look past them, that you don't take them as seriously, you know? And, uh, so I don't especially know. With, sorry, sorry, Chad, but especially with A&M and Alabama, you know, mm-hmm. you're licking your chops also at A&M, like, hey, this is a good time to play them. You know, maybe they get better throughout the year, but this is a great time to play them. We talked about it last week, Chad. We were talking about it in the podcast that we we regretted because we were picking A&M. Like, you feel like they're going to – like, it was – we didn't want to. No, but with the money they spent, the players they got. They're, yeah, they're, they're crazy. Like, crazy, dude. Like, surely, like, after we lost to them, like, seven, eight times in a row, like, well, you know, one, and then maybe they'll take it back just this year. Yeah. It's supposed to be so good, you know, because we got it's like, well, why don't you pick Alabama? Because the the math says we're gonna beat them, mm-hmm. like losing as many times we have, and we're at home, and just you know, it just seems like this is the year uh, to do this. So we didn't want to pick that, but A&M, we, we said that going back to that, we said that last week who they put like first week, Sam Houston State or somebody, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just awful, had a man. tough, tough first half in that game. Yeah, uh, it was real. Didn't look good at all. Do you think? Do you think this game, Chad, will find out? To me, it seems like we'll find out early if Petrino brings it. I don't think it's going to be a thing where we get up twenty-eight nothing and then he comes a, gets to a comeback. I feel like he's going to jump out with all his best material, and you know what I mean. If if, if that's the case, came out and told everybody exactly what he's going to do because he does that and he's been doing that like his whole career. He used to go down the catfish hole and tell everybody. So he's already done yeah. that up at Missouri State. So what he said he's going to do is attack us with speed and uh, hit us with speed routes to try to sling the ball around. And 
you know, go, go as fast as he can uh, to try to score as much as he can, as quick as he can, right? So that's his, uh, that's his goal. And, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, if he can get more speed on us than we have at corners, you know, and he praised the secondary and stuff like that, but I don't trust that. I don't trust that at all. That's almost like saying, you know, that, that that's a good thing to attack or something kind of the way he talked about. Um, so, you know, can we get to the, can we get to them? Can we just demolish their line and get back there and just sack the quarterback repeatedly, make him hurry up a lot and throw a bunch of interceptions you know, uh, play play a really good defensive game like we've seen our, you know, we've seen our uh, defense do it really against South Carolina. They played real well, so yeah. you know, you might see that we might see that type of game where they just defense just demolish, just they just can't do anything because they're just overmatched, and that's what you're hoping for, you know. Um, but you know, will will we see some? You know, crossing routes. Yeah, absolutely. You're gonna see some crossing routes, trying to mix people up. I think you know he'll 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 run routes where somebody has to be wrong. You know, on the field, and then he'll have his quarterback ready to take advantage of whoever, whatever, whichever defensive player moves yeah. the incorrect way. You know, then you're gonna attack opposite, right? So he'll he'll be ready with all that, um, and it's just like the speed. Is what what he's going to be coming after us with, just trying to outspeed us. And um, can you do that at Missouri State though? I don't I don't know the roster. I really I wanted to watch a game. Should have watched one of the games this year. Well, their quarterbacks all right, but the yeah. last couple games they've played pretty close, right? Yeah. And then they had that Arizona State game where uh, they played them real close, right? So. You know, are they going to be able to play us close? You know, who I think that if we played Arizona State, we would just, you know, beat the hell out of them, right? So, really, playing them close is not that impressive, you know, to me. Um, so, I think we'll handily take care of the game. Yeah, I think I think we'll go out there and, and uh, win it. I'll, I think he'll score, you know. He'll probably score early. You know, score a few times, uh, but uh, I, I don't think I don't think he wins. Not the way we've been playing. Yeah, not not how our coaches have been coaching. I just think yeah. we have a much better team. It's like play. It's like playing. Uh, you know, UCA. A little bit better. They did their first game this year. They beat at UCA. UCA by two touchdowns, so not bad. Yeah. But that's basically what you're playing. Yeah. You're basically playing UCA. <laughs> you're playing an FCS play the, school, yeah. I mean. Yeah, the Purple Bears. You know, that's basically what you're playing. Which is a great school. You know, my uncle went there. And he was a, you know, he, he played there and everything. So, good, good place. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't even realize this. Looked it up, though. Uh, makes sense because they just beat the number 14 team, UT Martin. But Missouri State's ranked number five in the FCS Division I AA. That's, that's pretty good. 
Number five. Yeah. Number five. Yeah, right behind the Montanas and the Dakotas. And they it's were always... horrible before he got there. Like they were so yeah, they were bad. They were talking about shutting the program completely down. We're gonna oh, get Petrino. If it don't work out, we're shutting it down. <laughs> he's now got he's him fifth. Competing. Yeah, he's ten and four last two years so far. Mm-hmm. One of the players <laughs> said that the quarterback said that he thinks of them as the bad news bears, basically. Like everybody is coming from a situation. Like that quarterback was over at like I don't know. I think it was like Arizona or something like that, and maybe went to Utah or I don't know. Some his yeah, his quarterback yeah. was at a couple of high profile schools before coming, you know, to play for Petrino. And he was like, even our head coach has, you know, his baggage or whatever. So. He, they kind of equate them to like, you know, and Coach Petrino says he likes to try to give guys second chances. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you're playing a bunch of guys that are like, you know, they're probably pretty good, but they're on their, it's their last shot. It's their last chance, you know. And then the problem with that is, like, you know, there's a bit of a, you know, ego there, you know, where you're trying to, make something of that last shot, that last chance. You get a bunch of these people in the same room and you're fighting for the same goal. and You know, kind of like a porcupine backed up in a corner. You ever reach down and grab one with two hands? Oh man! Yes, Shelly, the quarterback, Jason Shelly, five touchdowns, no interceptions. That's pretty good. Nineteen to twenty-four for three hundred yards. That's he's got. He got sacked five times though. Is JK throwing any interceptions? I don't recall any interceptions this year yet. KJ, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think he has. I think he's like four touchdowns and no interceptions or something like that. No interceptions all year. I think so. So we're as good as that quarterback. Oh yeah, yeah, man. I just it's just more Petrino situation. You were saying he's getting a second chance. Like oh, this is pretty good against the top fifteen team in their league. You know what I mean? So. Oh yeah. Yeah, you're right though. Wow, it's crazy. I'm just, you know, I'm How about, glad, yeah. glad that we're gonna be able to. Have the upper hand, honestly. It's gonna be nice. It's gonna be nice to get a big win. Man, I was just looking at the South Carolina game. Goodness mm-hmm. gracious. What a game that was. Yeah, it was. I mean, it, it was a game we never felt like we were gonna lose. But kind of looking back at it, it seemed like some closer situations. Than any of us cared for third quarter, you know. Yeah. Rattler gets that sixty-two yard pass, burns her burns her secondary, and we're only up twenty-one sixteen, but it just never felt like we were gonna lose it. You know what I mean? Was, yeah, because we you're sacking the quarterback constantly. We had like six sacks <laughs> that game. Like, yeah, the pressure was better, yeah. <laughs> and then oh, just yeah. five five rushing touchdowns, like mm-hmm. like they listened to the podcast, obviously. There's no other explanation. Oh, yeah. But the coach 
listen to the podcast and <laughs> just that's always the litter. Just run the ball with those running backs. That's true. And guess what? Yeah, Sanders. I, I'm gonna yeah. say it, man. You gotta change it up for this game. You gotta sling it around. You gotta practice throwing the ball against the team that uh is gonna be trying to run a fast game at you. You know, you want to try practice running over the top of their uh, cornerbacks and things like that, you know, and try slinging around a little bit. That's what I, I don't know. But if you can just run it down their throat, why not? You know, it's safer, right? Just giving it, just turn around and handing it to the running back and getting 15, 20 yards. You might as well just keep doing that, I reckon. I mean, it's very fair. Houston nut coming out in me. It's very fair to say. I mean, we're a team that's capable of doing that. You know what I mean? Like, KJ, that's all he had to do was go 13 out of 15. Only threw the ball 15 times, which is crazy. But he completes 13. Only got sacked once, you know. I didn't throw any interceptions, of course. Didn't. Uh, so it was uh, take care of the ball, but we still scored, you know, 44 points. That wasn't the problem. But, yeah, I mean, they still feel like there's opportunity, and I think we – We'll have the opportunity to open it up some more. Will it be this game, or will I do see in this last game against UT Martin? Missouri State only gave up 85 yards of rushing, three something yards of carry. So yeah. their their uh, run defense seems all right. I really hope we see some more interceptions in this game. You know, we got one yeah. interception in the last game. I think what won the game before. And uh, I'm really ready to see that pick up. Last year, we were ball hawks. We were snagging it, you know, over and over again. And I think it's time to uh, show out uh, as far as interceptions go. And that might be, you know, it might be something you do playing a team like Missouri State. Try and go fast, try and sling the ball around, and you're just ah, jumping. Maybe they're behind 21 nothing real quick. Crowd's going wild. You got you to gotta do something. Passing around, all of a sudden they got six interceptions, and he's Trino's pissed and throwing in another quarterback or two. And all of a sudden <laughs> it's you, 52 to seven. What if you're at halftime? All right, you think you're you're supposed to beat them, but you're like twenty twenty one. You're up twenty one, and they're throwing a bomb. That that's yeah. when you would want to see a good interception back to the house. Just like they're like, this is it. We're gonna do it right here at halftime, just like Petrino did down at War Memorial, throwing the halftime bomb, and then it's just intercepted and just taken back to the house, and just like, no, nope, you're at Missouri State, dude. <laughs> oh, and you just kind of went you just kind of handle the rest of the game you just beat them pretty hard because they're out of juice they didn't have enough people to rotate in and out that's going to be a problem for them you know and we got so much depth so much compared to their team so yeah yeah man uh the linebackers played really good against south carolina again drew sanders Alabama transferred, led the team in tackles, had two sacks, three tackle for losses. So that's four, two forced fumbles. So he's two. he was really everywhere. Two. He forced two fumbles. Oh, you don't see him play in the same game, forced two fumbles, but so I he's. So hell of a game from Sanders. Thank you, Alabama, for, thank you, Saban, for not playing them, you know, enough last year and uh, giving it to us. Him and Poole. 
hell of a tandem in McLaughlin. Dwight from uh, LSU, he had the interception. I think he was the lone interception in the first game. So somebody else needs to. Um, I watched. We we all saw Hudson Clark had three interceptions against Matt Corral, who was in the NFL. Yeah, oh, but just one of these. Maybe he'll have another big interception game against Missouri State or. We you know, don't have. Well, when we played South Carolina, we didn't have one receiver who didn't have at least five yards. So you got to, I mean, as much as we were running the ball, yeah, we were slinging it around the field too. I mean, there's some nice numbers, you know, Landers at 45 yards, Thompson's at 36, Sanders at 30, Castlewood at 30, Hornsby at nine, Jackson at seven, Knox at five. You know what I'm saying? 162 total yards through the air. So it's just like they're doing well too. Not as well as as you know running the ball, but they're doing pretty good. They're holding their own. I've got to speak on a, a speaking addendum for myself from earlier in this podcast. I was reading the stats saying KJ was 13 of 15, and I think that might have been the second half. Look at these fancy the game notes, you know, the game books, and they're. Mm-hmm. 40 pages long, and I'm at the wrong box score. And all right, the final, though, was like, oh, yeah, KJ, even 18 out of 21. Yeah, like you're saying, like just spreading around Hazelwood, Landers, Thompson, mm-hmm. Sanders out of the backfield, Hornsby, quarterback who can play some receiver running back, Keychon Jackson Jr., Trey Knox. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like spreading it around, like, uh, it feels like, like going back to what you said again, it's just like, there's going to be, we're going to be, we're going to open it up at some point, and it's going to, be awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're just getting better and better every week, and that's all you can ask for. You know, first week there was a lot of worry with the uh, secondary, and then the uh, you didn't see that. There was a lot of worry with being able to get to the uh, QB. Uh, and then we come in and we play South Carolina, and you don't see it. You know, those same issues, honestly. Uh, there's a couple little breakdowns here and there, but it's different from issues throughout the whole game, which we saw, you know, at Cincinnati. We definitely saw issues the whole game, getting to the quarterback and in our secondary. But we didn't see those against South Carolina. So you see a big improvement, you know, and that's that's what you're looking for. That's what great teams do. They have a great improvement that first week. So. Yeah, that defense line going from whatever, not very many, I forgot one or two sacks to six sacks. Six sacks is a really good number. Yeah. In an SEC game. So that that's very encouraging to see. Yeah, you're playing a good SEC program. You never know when you're going to win or lose these games. Uh, sometimes they're just the better team in the SEC, and there ain't nothing you can do about it. You know, And that's any team you play, no matter what their damn record is. I don't care what anybody says. I've seen some wild games in the SEC. So... I don't know. It's nice, though. Can you believe we're 10th in the nation? How about that? This the first time we've mentioned it all. I mentioned Missouri State, and I was like, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's it's bad. I mean, it, it's actually really good. I'm just, like, enjoying it and just, like, living the number 10. I'm not just, like, just feels like there's more to be gained. I'm not, like, I'm not unhappy with the 10th, but I think it's just going so well. Pittman's got us rocking and rolling. So well, this team just feels like it 
just awesome. I mean, man, it's it, it was really nice to not play, not play a. Um, I don't want to even call out any of those small schools. You know what I mean? But like Missouri State, the first first couple games. Oh yeah. We just got like Cincinnati and South Carolina. It's like, all right, it's not you're not just two and oh, tenth ranked because you went out of conference and beat mm-hmm. some not great opponents. I mean we beat some others in the playoff and then an SEC school. Yeah, you did what we had to do to get where we needed to be, that's for sure. Man, just, I don't know. I gotta grab a beer. I'll be right back. It's just the fridge is just right here, man. Oh no. He's not he's gonna disappear. There he goes. I'll take over for now. Um, just to kind of reiterate what I like to see. Is there a, what beer do you think he's getting? Another one of those apps. That's yeah. good. I think they're pretty good. PBR, if you're listening. Uh, could use a sponsor. Could use a sponsor. Sorry about that, man. I just had to run in there and grab that real quick. That's not long at all. Man, I don't know. I'm just looking at it, though. Yeah, yeah, we just handled South Carolina. We just took took care of business. Uh, What a wild game. I mean, how much fun was that, right? Everybody was over at the house. We were hanging out, getting wild, having a couple drinks. Went bowling that night. Tim was throwing the ball like 20, 21 miles an hour, just slinging it down there. That's after a long day, too. Played some basketball a little bit. Oh, yeah. after. Forgot about horse. Had a pretty serious game of horse. Enjoyed the beautiful Ozark weather, fall weather. Love it, man. Just, just one of the greatest days of my life, man. You know. I can't wait, man, to do it some more. Well, if all wins, like if they would have lost to South Carolina, that day wouldn't. Have been, that would have been. All. I mean, <laughs> food would have been. You know what I mean? Food would have been good stuff. It just wouldn't. Have been. Like it ain't the same, man. Well, Anytime so good. Like kept going, right? No, I'd be like, I'm going back to the house. Man, yeah. I ain't watching football the rest of the day. You don't go play some basketball? Nah. Oh. Get on that, man. I'm tired. Hog pressure <laughs> kicking in. Yeah. Again. Um. So. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know, man. It was good to him, so. What's the opposite of hog pressure? What's the like the el- like the elation of like a hog victory, like a. I don't know. I guess you're in hog heaven. You know, I'm an idiot. Can you cut that out? No. Me asking what it means. That's Good exactly point. what it Good is, point. man. It's hog heaven. <laughs> also wow. goes to the brain where you can't think. Yeah, you never know. Like the hog heaven's clouded the brain. You're just like. Just excited and happy. Hog of course. Well, yeah, we beat the hell out of South Carolina. And we've been talking about Missouri State this whole time, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, let's uh, let's get on to Missouri State. Uh, What the hell is this? Oh, man. Arkansas provide better game. There we go. All right, yeah. Six o'clock game. I was thinking it was six thirty. Glad I saw that. Yeah, two undefeated teams clashing for the first time. One team, you know, is in a much less rigorous conference. 
You see, the last time we beat him, who was the coach? <laughs> who was it? The Petrino. It was the, I guess, opening game, 9-3, uh, 2011. You were on the sidelines. Arkansas 51, Missouri State 7. <laughs> we're leading them 7-0. I'm sure everybody probably listening, you've, you've probably seen what it's on, but just a heads up, in case you, you're kind of drunk Saturday, maybe this is your pregame. We've been told that a lot. This is the pregame show um, to the game. But the game's on ESPN Plus slash the SEC Network Plus. So be prepared. Have your TV set up if you don't already. Hell yeah, man. You always got Sirius XM Radio, too, which I, I like a lot. You know, I use that. That's great. I the radio's great. I'm, mm-hmm. There's worse things. Yeah, there's worse things than to the radio um yeah we kind of said you know went on the road to beat they uh, missouri state went on the road to beat central arkansas 27 14 the first game a good win in conway not an easy place to win at um and then beat number 14 ut mark 35 to 30 now they're playing arkansas i think it was like 12 years ago that we were a top 10 program so think about that y'all this is two years in a row we've been ranked in the top ten. Last year, after the A&M game before Georgia. Terrible time to play Georgia, right after we get the ranking. How high could we have climbed if we would have had somebody else after that? Anybody else? <laughs> uh, so that's that's wild that Pittman, from what was back-to-back two-win seasons, a pandemic season, and then bam, two, two years in a row where we've at one point – been top 10 ranked and it hadn't been done like you said this is a this is a hell of a coach to be associated with right here this is a hell of a stat i'm fixing to read you all right with a win against missouri state Pittman would become the first arkansas head coach since lou holtz 1977-78 to win his first seven games against non-conference foes Lou Holtz won a national championship, man. And that's a hell of a like that's if when you're when you're winning like that, you're winning, man. He had us right on the verge. I mean honestly. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. yeah Holtz uh he blew that game against Texas. I talked about that in some of the, one of the last year's podcasts. I think the seventy seven year should have been a Yeah. He yeah, he blew like we had a lady. Really held Earl Campbell down, but like couldn't get more than like nine points or something. I don't know. I just looking back, looking back, man, I just feel like Holtz, just kind of the person he's become. You mm-hmm. know? Oh yeah, then, he's a horrible outside of outside of football. It's like yeah, you did definitely blew that game against Texas. We should have been champions that year. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Lou. But he, he yeah. did kick ass. Well, I, hey, look, uh, our think about this. Our athletic director, Frank Broyles at the time, went ahead and fired him because he's doing political ads, right? So yeah. when you look at his politics, just got to think maybe Frank was on to something. That's all I'm saying. Maybe Frank was right. His politics aren't pretty crazy. Yeah, he's not I mean, He probably had him over at the house, you know what I mean, talking politics and stuff. It's like, man, I got to let this guy go. Then he went and did the Jesse Helm thing, and that was it. Right now, I mean, yeah. 
politics, but just human rights, probably knowing the way he kind of stands on things. So he's probably talking. I couldn't imagine what he's saying to us kind of behind the closed door meetings about. Good Lord. I'm not going to go there, but yeah. pretty easy to, uh, not really an assumption, but. I don't know how we got that deep. Where did we go? <laughs> all I'm saying hey, oh, is that's a hey, great wait, oh. stat. It's a great stat to be associated with because he was a great football coach, man. I mean, O.J. Simpson's murder, but he's a hell of a football player, you know? Yeah. You can cancel him, but those stats are always going to be there. <laughs> Boy. You know, it's how Welcome to the Hog Ball Podcast. That's just how sports is, man. Sports kind of like just gets through everything, right? Barry Bonds and all the, you know what I'm saying. The whole situation of whatever it might be, sports just cuts through and keeps going. <laughs> Cut through, man. It is cutting through. Keeping going. Oh, Welcome to the Hall Call Podcast. Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast with Tim and Chad. Oh, wow. Their offense coordinator is Nick Petrino. Their cornerback. I think Nick was the OC over at Louisville right before they all got fired. Uh, Tremaine Thomas. He's the cornerback's coach. So it's cool to see played here during that time. That is cool. Um, the 33rd straight year, Missouri State will play at least one NCAA one FBS program in football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they need the money. One in 38 all time. Their only win, they beat UNLV 1990. Is the son-in-law the D.C. now, or is he the... D-line coach. LD. Oh, LD Scott? He's the uh, line coach. D-line coach. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So who's the... The defensive coordinator, I bet's related to him, too. Sounds up. He just got his whole family working for him, which is cool, man. Wouldn't that be Yeah, it does. I mean, there's... I mean, it's working, but... Hey, this the thing I'm getting is the Arkansas connections. They also have Reggie Johnson, who's he's a linebackers coach. He's a linebackers oh, wow. coach for us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Reggie. Yeah, Reggie's a good guy. Hell of a coach. Hell of a yeah. coach. Uh, they don't list his defense coordinator, Chad, because it's Bobby Petrino. Just him, Petrino. That's all he was. He's still in the DC. <laughs> I just can't find him. I'm just making it. Joke, Good man, boy. about bringing on offense. Imagine that. He's got to have somebody yell at. <laughs> I don't know. They're they're there sometime. I'll find it for you, Chad. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it again. I'm telling you, it's gonna be somebody related to him. It's a family affair. It's a family affair. Shit, hope Sly don't sue me. And, like, I don't know. Do we need to go through the roster? I mean, I don't feel like we normally wouldn't with a team like this. They're all smaller than us. They're all slower than us. They're all not as strong as us. They're, you know, 
At least that's the hope. That's what we're hoping for. Or they got better facilities. I think all those are. I think all those things are true about them. I mean, it doesn't mean, you know, we're not gonna yeah. kick the buckets. But I mean, you just know, you know, when they're playing with line, line. Well, I mean, shoot, they got some line, like three of their linemen are in the two hundreds. You know what I mean? Maybe it's two ninety, but they're still in the two hundred. They're not all like three thirty. <laughs> Six, six four like our guys six five and stuff, but um, just praying. Yeah, playing offensive line. Oh my gosh, that's not gonna work out. I'm just hoping you got the speed to come out there and just surprise Arkansas. I mean, this is one of those things. Probably when he's getting some of those guys with the sake of chance, like, hey, we got some big time opportunities. You know, we go to Arkansas. That's gonna be a game. Tell them the whole story, and like, we're gonna make it. This is your second chance. This is my eighth chance, whatever Petrino's got these schools. Probably what a useful stat for this game would be would be their 40-yard uh, dashes. That's what I'd like to know. What What's each What's each Missouri State player's 40-yard dash? Yeah, I'm just trying to I think that would be a good correlation of can they beat Arkansas what is their 40-yard dash. The faster it is. I think there's a better chance. I can't even find their defensive coordinator. So, not in the game notes. I'm sure I know I can find it. I just wanted to find it in their game notes. There, he's not listed one place. That's crazy. Isn't that wild? What else am I looking up? I'm looking up that Ryan Beard joined the Missouri State. What's Ryan Beard? All right. Do you think that? Bellamus going Nebraska. I mean, that's what everybody's saying. Bellamus going Nebraska. You think that's that's who they're down to? That can't be their first pick. I mean, I I just can't. What am I looking at besides oh Missouri State forty times? Surely that's like... Ryan Pierce. Who is this Isn't guy? No wonder he's not on there. On the game notes. He was an assistant coach at Louisville, 2017-18 season. All right, so that's where he comes from. That's not very old, though. That's not like he's been with them. 2012. You don't want the 2012 40 times, do you? Oh, he was at Western Kentucky as a defensive back. He played football for him. 2022 football roster. Who's there? Jason Schilling. 5'11". Yeah, Shelly, he came over from uh, Utah State. Wow. Played under Mick what? Mick Elwin? Well, he played at Utah and Utah State. Okay. Utah and Utah State. All right. Oh, listen, oh, Quarterback. I got, I got one of the states right, didn't I? Oh, you did good. Yeah, no, you did good. That's wild. I got that. I can't believe I was that accurate just off the cuff. <laughs> He's played two state schools. Since he's been in college, Utah State, Missouri State. He's he's pretty good. Five eleven. He looked tiny. I'll be honest. I started to watch that game while I was working the other day, and I just like couldn't. I should have just had it on in the background. I was, it just looked terrible. I like the UT Martin. I should have just left it on there, man. See. Just trying to get some glimpses, and it was just so. He looked tiny though. That's what I got, and I just couldn't watch it. Couldn't watch the FCS, and I love FCS football in the uh, 
December when the bowl games haven't started and it's snowing and crazy place. Anyways, I'm derailing this podcast. Thank you, Chad. Well, here's the thing, guys. I think we got to address the elephant in the room that everybody's been waiting on this whole time. I should have put the bet on Arkansas while I was saying on the podcast that I was putting the bet on Arkansas. Like, at that exact moment, I didn't. And then, like, I had to get up and I had to get a lot of stuff ready to cook hamburgers and things like that. And uh, I forgot. So we wound up going for it later. And thank goodness we put money on Hawaii covering that spread. Spy uh, getting getting uh, blowback from you know from fellow compadres. Yeah, and we made a couple a couple other parlays and as we're making them I'm like you know these parlays aren't going to win they went and win like 20% of the time and we make them anyway and uh yeah so but anyway we got half our money so we just got to double it up this week you know I think that's only that's the only option right who do you think go for you know is there another team that has 58 points being given to them that's a decent team. Like, that was stupid. Like, everybody should have been betting on Hawaii. And when I should have put all that money straight up on Hawaii, just like I should have put it straight up on Arkansas, right? Um, UL Monroe with Terry Bowden getting 49 points, 49 and a half points against Alabama. Um, Louisiana Monroe. Yeah, yeah, but they could actually get beat like that, though. That's the thing. They ain't Hawaii. <laughs> that's the only thing. That's the thing beat. Oh, especially Saban. I think this is the first time. He lost to him his first year at Bama. They lost to Louisiana Monroe, and they were like, oh, my fans were ready to fire him then. <laughs> oh, you know, he's like, he's not happy about losing to them. Um, Michigan's a 47-and-a-half-point favorite over UConn. Michigan. Again, man. Michigan's a heavy favorites, man. Vegas loves Michigan. Over UConn? Jim Mora, 11 a.m. game. Michigan's who's tired UConn's of playing. coach? That's what we need to think now. Like, who's Mora. their coach and what's their record been the last two years? Jim Mora Jr. I think this is his first game. Or, I mean, first season back with him. He used to coach him. He coached in the NFL, too, right? Um, so he left and came back. I've never. He's been fired. Remember this guy? Like he went to the NFL. Yeah. Um, oh wow. Yeah. So he's got. I'm just thinking like the the 11 a.m. game. They're tired of. They're ready to get on to mm-hmm. Wisconsin, Nebraska, and Ohio State. There. Here we are playing UConn again. We just beat Hawaii. We tamed it down at the end. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't pick against Michigan so much like that. But those are big numbers. Uh, well, I mean, Michigan's definitely going to run it up. They ran it up, and I can see them running it up. It's just like, can they run it up that high, right? Uh, I believe Alabama can beat University of Louisiana Monroe by 50 points. Easy. I believe they can beat them by 60 or 70. So... 
that one I'm worried about. But this other one sounds, you know. Well, Jim Moore Jr., I mean, he was made to the NFC Championship game as the Falcons head coach uh, before he was the coach before uh, Petrino, actually. Yeah. Isn't that wild? All this turnaround, here we are talking about the coach before Petrino at Atlanta. He coached Seattle one year, Seahawks one year. And he did 46-30 and 30 at UCLA. He got fired because his last two years weren't good. And Yeah, UConn, but UConn's so bad. Like, the program was so bad. I thought they were in week zero, and I think they won. Like, just it was kind of impressive that, like, they were better. They definitely beat the spread that week. I don't know why we're talking so much Jim Moore Jr. and the UConn Huskies, but... Here we are, your betting experts, Tim and Chad with the Hog Call Podcast. I don't know if I'm an expert. Oh, here's the thing. Clemson, number five team in the nation. Can they beat Louisville by, or I'm sorry, Louisiana Tech by 33 points? Well, hell yeah, they can. Like, that's a scary one, right? What about Arkansas? Missouri State, Arkansas? It's not even on the board, man. It was like 30. By 32, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's not... Yeah, they can definitely beat the hell out of them. You don't want. What about Akron in Tennessee, though? Yeah, I saw that. Seven points. That's a lot for Tennessee to get. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. Have, when's the last time they scored forty-seven points? Yeah. <laughs> I'm on it. Uh, Two thousand twenty-two. <laughs> How do I? When I'm googling stuff, why do I say it out loud on the podcast? I need like. I a, like it. It lets everybody know what's going on, so the podcast know what's going. Thank on. Thank you. I am watching. Everybody's watching the video. But you could go and you could watch it live if you wanted to, while it's happening. Right. Sometimes you see well, extra stuff. Sometimes we go in and cut stuff out of the audio. So you never know what you're going to see. <laughs> could be anything. Definitely not a can of beer. Uh, they beat Ball State first game this this year, fifty nine to ten. That's a forty nine. So I guess it could be done, but two times in three weeks. I mean, you know, man, that's a lot of points to give to Connecticut. I just keep going back to that. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, telling you, man. Eleven a.m. in the morning. Eleven a.m. man. Eleven a.m. in the morning. I'm telling you guys, this is Tim and Chad's lock of the week. I think it might be, dude. Do you want to take them? Yeah, let's do it. ABC, man. Why are they going to put an ABC Michigan on UConn? Point eight? and a half. To make it 48 and a half or to make it? Uh, what? Point and a half would be 48, 49. Oh, 49, yeah. I feel like, yeah. I hate to say that, then. It's like fifty-eight to ten, you know, forty-eight point spread. Well, Ooh. if we buy points and they hit it, we win about we win. Yeah, if we buy the points, then we'll basically lose. Four dollars if we win, like, and they don't cover that. I don't think the two points are gonna. I think they're either gonna beat them by forty-seven or they're not. I don't. 
Yeah. Do you think 50? Well, think about this, though. Let's think about this. 49 points. Like, how many touchdowns is that? Right? Right. Is that, like, an even amount of touchdowns? It just feels like... Yeah. What happened? I don't know. I'm going for it though. Oh, cool. I'm not is taking them. I'm not taking the extra points, dude. No. Is that our? Is that it for our? Um... For what? For the podcast money. Uh. For now. Man, there's some. Crappy games on this week, man. This is not a great week for college football. At least the morning games are awful. Like, I'm trying to come up with picks for us, and it's just... I'm putting in $2 of my own money so we can win 20 bucks. even. Oh, here we go. Probably take it and play a game nope. of cash poker. That's what I should do. What I should take the money and do. That's no fun. Hey, it is for fun. everybody. Right now, I can stream it. <laughs> no, I took the bet. I took the bet. Connecticut with the points. So twenty bucks. Here we go. We just need them to stay within forty-seven point five points. So. And that'll put us back where we started. And if we don't win it, then uh, yeah, might just re- I can always reach in my pocket and refund the money to the to the podcast for not uh, for not uh, you know putting the money on the game like I said I was going to in the first damn place. So either way, the podcast to get their money. You're not have to worry about that. I don't think you're gonna have to worry about Tim that. Tim and Chad's lock of the week, Connecticut. <laughs> That's a terrible lock of the week, but forty-seven like points yeah. given to them. Can Michigan run it up and not allow any field goals or touchdowns? Even in junk time. Against a good Connecticut program. I don't know. I don't know how good Connecticut is. Like, Hawaii ain't that good. But 53 points? Come on. That That ain't happening. Ooh, pig. What's up, everybody out there? Yeah, while we're on the subject, you want to pick some games here? I have not figured up our... I've got our picks for the last two weeks. I have not figured them up, so... Yeah. Um, all right, here we go. Actually, uh, let me do this. All right. 
Florida State at Louisville. Florida State at Louisville. Um, Florida State is going to win that game. Yeah. I'll go Florida State too. Air Force at Wyoming. I'm going to go with Air Force. Yeah. I'm going to go Air Force as well. Um, how about... Sorry. The only reason I picked this game, man, because it's one of the few that were kind of close in the morning, but Purdue at Syracuse. Um, let's go with uh, Purdue. Yeah, I'll go Purdue, too. Um, California at Notre Dame. Um, Notre Dame. Notre Dame too. Uh, BYU at Oregon. Uh, BYU. BYU too. Hopefully, they're undefeated by the time we play them. Be a big win for us. Ole Miss at Georgia Tech. Yeah, Ole Miss gonna win that one. Yeah. Uh, Penn State at Auburn. I got Ole Miss too. Penn State at Auburn. I would give that to Auburn. Okay. State. Um, Mississippi. Did you say you're State saying Penn State? Mississippi State at LSU. Yeah, I got Mississippi State. Or Penn no, State. Penn State. Mississippi State at LSU. I didn't hear what you picked on the... Penn State. Oh, that's what you went with. Okay, cool. Nittany. Uh, Mississippi State at LSU. Mississippi State. Mississippi State? Yeah. Okay. Uh, man. Hey, computer? Oh, no. It's a tough game to pick. What in the world is going on? Yeah. Man, Mississippi State surprising off. us lately. That's the thing, dude. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I think I may go Mississippi State down in Starkville. I mean, down in Baton Rouge, sorry. What is... Okay. Um, Michigan at Washington. Michigan State at Washington. Excuse me. Um, I'll take Michigan State. Okay. I guess I'll go UW there. Um, Miami? Of uh, Florida at Texas A&M. Um, I want to take Miami, but I'm just like, will A&M be one and two going against Arkansas, and then like you have to be one and three? That's that's a lot. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna take Miami. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should probably just put all of our money on Miami. I don't know why. They are point They are six-point underdogs. Um, Fresno State at USC. Um, Fresno State at USC. Uh, Let's take Fresno State. Oh, yeah. Not a bad pick, man. I want to do it. Oh, my gosh. But I'm going to take... USC. It's a good pick though, Fresno State. Jake Hayner and them boys. Um last one. 
North Dakota State against Arizona, the team I thought so highly of. We both did last Good weekend. Lord. I hate Arizona. Let's go ahead and go with North Dakota. They lost me so much money, dude. Uh, North Dakota. That was awful. Uh, shit. I'm with you, man. I guess that's, I'll that's, take Arizona again. <laughs> we should just put all the money in Arizona again. <laughs> Oh, it ain't gonna happen twice, is it? No, I know. North Dakota State is like you know wins the championship about every year though in that division. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man! Uh, well, shoot. Uh, what's your prediction for the Missouri State game, Chad? Score prediction. Oh wow! I think uh, Arkansas fifty-seven, okay. Missouri State twenty-four. Did you not, Chad? I had our scores real similar, or our uh, our point score for Arkansas real similar. I had down fifty-eight to fourteen. Oh wow! Well, we both think we're scoring fifties. I'll be disappointed if we don't. I just think we're going to score. They'll just score a little more against us. I think they'll come out and probably try to surprise us, punches in the mouth, see what happens. We're going to have to answer it. That's what I think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We're going to see some trick plays. I think he's yeah. going to come to win. Like, Oh, yeah. Nothing to lose. Some of these coaches from some of these teams, though, they just come in there and they just, I don't know, they just run the ball and they just kind of take their loss. You know what I mean? Try not to get anybody what? injured. You see that a lot in these type of games where the going to big school, going against a small school. Uh, just trying to save their players for conference games and stuff. You see that, you know, they're just coming down to get their million dollars or whatever the hell we're paying them, you know. Uh, so I don't think I don't think they'll do it though. I don't think they'll do that. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, they did run the ball quite a bit against UT Martin, but I don't think that's what they're going to have to do against us. I mean. Gotta, they, they said speed. They got to use speed to beat us. Only way I see them running it in that scenario is probably pitching the ball, trying to get it out to the edge. You know, it's crazy that that's always what people say about the SEC. It's like it's speed. So like that's their game plan is to come down and beat an SEC team with speed. Come down from old Springfield, Missouri, two hours up the road. They are a they are a rival in hockey, for sure. Baseball too, baseball too. Real interesting matchups. Football, though we know the story. We're seven zero against them. Expect to be eight zero after this one. When is that first hockey game? Is that coming up? Razorback hockey. Oh, yeah, it is. Man, I can't wait to go to a game, dude. I'm going to get me a jersey this year for sure. Play Missouri at Missouri State this weekend. How about that? This weekend? Well, I'm not going up there. Can't wait for that Missouri game. Yeah, that's going to be a hell of a game, man. Home opener against the Tigers from Mizzou. That's going to be wild. It's like five bucks. It's like taking the whole family to that. Um, <laughs> Everybody's getting 
hamburgers and hot dogs and nachos. <laughs> Take my five dollars. I bet the nachos are like two bucks and still. Even if they're like five bucks, I still. Pretty happy they're making money doing that. Oh yeah, two bucks would be a little cheap in two thousand twenty. They're probably like a hey. dollar fifty or something. They're like. It's just Which will make like you a like... thing where you like peel it back. You know, they don't really actually take it and pump it in the thing anymore or anything. Put the, put the jalapenos on them and none of that. They just get you like a little tub of it with the nachos and you gotta sit there and dip. Like, come on. No jalapenos though. That's tough. I like the jalapenos. I used to get like a mound of jalapenos on those things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, what, what, you know, one ticket to a football game costs a hundred and something bucks. You can, you can buy a jersey plus tickets plus food at a hockey game. <laughs> in a better seat. Oh, the seating. It ain't very big, so it's, a, it's always oh, we, seating. I bet it's going to be pretty rock and roll in there for that one. It's... I've always had a good time there. We've went to a lot of hockey games. I mean, you banged on that glass. One of my favorite times, just because we like kick their butts, but when we were playing more SEC teams, Mississippi State was in town, and this guy gets thrown out, and he just comes like right by us, pissed off, and just like takes off, like bangs his skates up against the the uh, nacho table. Exactly, <laughs> like this guy's. We're all cheering for it. So like, this guy can turn around and burn somebody with those a sword on, you know, sword on shoes. Oh, it's hilarious. He just went back to the locker room. Good lord. Can't wait. This gonna be I can't wait. Yeah, a couple weeks. Yeah. Couple weeks. Couple weeks. Couple weeks. Razorback. Hopefully they're undefeated too. Like by the time they play at home, I hope they don't run out and lose to some inferior team. I hope they're undefeated. Because we saw some I feel like we saw some losses last year we shouldn't see uh, that we don't normally see with that hockey team, you know? Like, yeah. So hopefully we can turn it around and get back, get it back to where it needs to be, back to the flagship of the University of Arkansas. Oh, shoot. I was – wait a minute. This schedule says like, – this is different. Well, this schedule says what you they – uh, I said Mizzou. Where'd you find a secret schedule? No, the thing that announces their home schedule. Oh, no, I'm just an idiot. Okay, so Mizzou's not the first game. It's uh, the first. The only bad thing about Mizzou. Dallas Baptist. Is because, uh, well, there's a barbecue competition at the same time. that. Uh, no, they played. Yeah, no, I'm, I made a mistake. They played Dallas Baptist September 30th. That Friday night through the oh. Alabama. Good lord. Yeah. Well, I guess that'd be all right one to watch, too. Yeah. Isn't that the. Isn't that uh, the. Uh, Alabama game? Yeah. I'm already like, damn it. Wouldn't that be man. cool? Go to the Alabama yeah. game and then 
hit up the like what if it's like a afternoon game go to that and then hit up the Dallas Baptist game at 730 that'd be kind of cool just go straight from one stadium to the next <laughs> well right after we receive a championship award for the barbecue go to the Mizzou at 315 oh, we'll get that'd there be, that'd be All pretty right. cool too just with our trophy carrying around Starkville, perfect would be winning a championship barbecue trophy, mm. going to the dessert, the uh, the hockey game, mm. and then coming back to the house and watching Arkansas beat Miss Mississippi State and like that and let that start at like six thirty or seven. You know what I mean? Just have a yeah. That would be nice, dude. Just enjoying the whole day. You've been up the whole night, the night before. Because you have to stay there at the competition grounds or whatever. So, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be, night. I'm gonna be of no use on that Sunday, but <laughs> that's all right. That's Sunday. That's rest. <sighs> what a podcast! Good podcast. Yeah, are we done? Is this one? Did we didn't do our picks? Did we? And, oh, I guess we did. Yeah, we did them. Oh, never mind. Yeah, we. Yep. Oh, we do got fantasy. Hold on, man. I know we're missing something. Sorry, I lost my mind there. Oh, fantasy. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on. A... We didn't do our picks. No, that's not it. Yeah, What's we did that. Why did I even say that? <laughs> it's tough. The Hog Call Fantasy Update. Dum, dum, dum. All right, in the Hog Call Podcast Fan Tracks League. What do, we want to, what do you want to do, Chad? Do you want to go through the standings or do you want to go through last week's matchups? What's your. What's your... I'll give you a quote. <laughs> Pick the guys that score the most points. Not a bad, not a bad situation. That's what Florida Hog said. He's doing well. What a what a wild situation there, man. Good He's lord. Tied, tied with me for first place. Uh, just a couple, twenty three points behind me. Mm-hmm. Uh, my loss is number one. That's me right now. It's only after two games. I could lose the rest of them, so I should hold off on the shit talking, but. Smoking Jays, another great name, is two and zero as well. So that boss team, Florida Hog, and Smoking Jays all at two and zero. You got a bunch of one and one teams, uh, and then you got Hogstradamus, Kenosha Kickers, and Run Like a Razorback, all zero and two. Yeah, I think I'm team Yeah, you're eighth, one and one, and um, the defending champions, Big Wiener Bandits. They had to have a rebound week, but they are sitting at eleven, one and one. So. Ooh, man. I felt like I had a good team. I had switched some guys in and out. I felt really good about what I had. But I saw what I was going up against last week, and I knew, like, it was going to be a situation. So. 
We'll try to do better this week. That's all we can do. That's all you can do. Um, we've got some exciting matchups here coming up. I take it out. I'm sitting somebody down. All right. Let's go back to the fan tracks. You know, it's all complicated. All right. Pit Boss is playing Liquid Pleasure. Arizona Irish Smoking Jays, Big Wiener Bandits, Basco Carrots, Run Like a Razorback, Out of Control versus Team Honkall. I got you. I got some information that Run Like a Razorback needs to get off the schneid and not be 0-2. Mm. But you're also 1-1. One one. You're looking to – you don't want to be 1-2. So that's an, that's a matchup that I'm really looking forward to. Um, Hawks, Shadamas, I believe in you, buddy. I'm predicted out, to win that matchup. Well, that's good. Well, that's uh, it's encouraging. Um, team Florida Hog, they're like Thomas has got to turn it around, man. Yeah. Like, good lord, I believe him to beat Evie Dobb. I do. Sorry, Evie Dobb. You're out there. We bullied him last year, I guess. Not a good start, I don't though. Know but who would do something like that. I don't think we bullied him. I just read the standings. I'll admit it. If I'm last place, I'm last place. I'll admit it. Not at the moment, but I could be very soon. Yeah. I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, I don't want to bully nobody, so I'm not going to say anything about it. I'll bully you. Team Oxidamas do better. (laughs) It seems like he might be the type of guy... That is, I I don't know. I just get this impression like he's better at fantasy than, you know, he's putting, he may be putting more work into other leagues. That's all. The same as main league, like maybe, you know, maybe we didn't, it's not a big enough buy-in or something for this league. It's just, (laughs) just for fun. I don't know. Not a big enough payout. Yeah, nothing just exciting. All right, I'm sorry. Maybe we'll do better in that. Maybe we will increase it. But I've got stacked running backs. I need somebody. I need to trade. Trade. If you're out there, hog call numbers. I need some receivers. Lajonte well, Wester's available. Goodness. Well, do you think we've about run this one up? I mean, we you're just going through our players on fantasy. Yeah. It seems like we've probably finished this podcast up. Yeah, I forgot. I apologize. I think we have wrapped it up. <laughs> we just love being on, being recording here since so talk. It is fun just to kind of hang out and talk and just enjoy the afternoon. Yeah. Waiting for a call from. Razorback Rich or Kansas City Carl or Hog Harold or any of those characters. Yeah. It would be good to get some of them on here. Um, I'm surprised we hadn't seen Rich, you know, send some sort oh, of right. something in by now. But maybe he ain't listening to us this year. Maybe he don't like the maybe he don't like the podcast anymore. He was pretty good. He liked it when we were losing. <laughs> It's hard to do one when you're winning, I'm telling you. Yeah. 
And he's just out there just skipping around happy. <laughs> Nothing to say. We won't hear to him again until we get a loss and then we'll get that voicemail get notification. R S E H It's rich. Riding down the back road, the county roads. I know what's up, Rich. Just hanging out. Listen to this podcast. Riding down the back road. Drinking your bush light. Switch to PBR. Well, I, I'm yeah, not going to actually... If you're drinking bush light, go ahead and start drinking PBR. Right away. Just this right here. If you're drinking a crappy beer, like that's the one, dude. That's the crappy beer you should be drinking. Shit. Oh, I'm it's not gonna send that in. Of all the beers, like Is that a good tagline? Do, do you think they'd enjoy that if I sent a clip of this in, like for promotional purposes? Just like how you think <laughs> they'd they be clip like, when you say yeah, that. I shouldn't have said referred to it as a crap. Well, got, I think we'll just say like this is the beer you need to be if you're gonna be drinking a beer, this is the one you're gonna be drinking. This is the best. Beer. <laughs> Just like cut it up. If you're going to be drinking a beer, drink a Pabst Blue Ribbon. Go hogs. Open it up. Poke a hole in the bottom. And shotgun that son of a bitch. Sixteener. <laughs> Load sixteen. To... Big old sixteener. I just had yeah. these little twelves. That's all right. I swear to God, I had four beers in there, man. I went to grab one out, and there was only three. Everybody was telling me they ain't touched them, but I'm telling you, I'm missing them sometimes. I'm missing one or two here and there. <laughs> it's just a minute. It's all right. Unless it's one of the kids, I guess. No, it ain't one of the kids, man. <laughs> <laughs> Blue pig suey. Go hogs. 